Welcome to the Young Saints Leadership Podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things youth, from leadership culture to supernatural youth ministry and discipling revivalists. We hope you guys enjoy. Hello, hello. Hello. What's up? Hi, guys. We're back. And by back, I mean me, Mari. (laughs) I'm me, Rory. Rory. And I'm me, Dante. (laughs) We are all ourselves. (laughs) So weird. Sorry. Anyway, we have a fun time for you. Um, We have some amazing things happening in our world. For example, I just had a lovely, lovely junior high girls only squad. Um, If you don't know what that is, that is our small groups for junior high. And then our high school version is houses. But we love it. I had one at my house and probably like eight to 10 girls were at my house and we, you know, all the awkward vibes a little bit like, hi, so sweet. I'm so nervous to be here, but Probably I'm here. I don't know where to put my arms. Yes. Yeah, so we played fishbowl so and only two knew what that was, which if you're from around here in Bethel, fishbowl fish is, is so standard. common, so common. Yes. So I was kind of blown away that only two had done that you kind of like you know and we had some chats them into the bethel culture i did that way. I, i'm raising them right so they're ready you know they were a little nervous in front of all their friends acting out apple which i'm like come on i gave apple as an easy one You're wait fine. how do you act out an apple you bite it oh like i was oh. trying to be an apple I, oh. I was literally thinking <laughs> i'm hanging like, on a tree <laughs> i'm round <laughs> And red. Well, you can't even talk. No. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would literally try and be an apple. My first was, I was like, "How do you act out apple? Do you?" Do and you make a make a worm come out. Like, oh my gosh, you guys! No, you just eat the apple. The next time we play fishbowl, I am putting apple in fishbowl. And you have to write, "Be an apple." Absolutely, be an apple. I, yes. yes. That is anyway, so funny. it was fun. Okay, guys, we had a good time. That's all I was saying. I all I see in my brain is just trying <laughs> to be an apple and tree guys, or an apple. You know me. I can get pretty competitive. And there was this one moment where I was like, come on, like, let's go. Stop. And I was like, these are junior high girls. They're so nervous. Be kind. And oh. so I had to like shut down that competition in me. Yeah. You know? If you don't know, Mari's very competitive. So competitive. She loves to win and she'll do whatever it takes. Yes. I really love to win if it's beating Rory most. That is not true all that the is, time. No, it's she true. loves it. If somebody she loves is on the court, save a basketball team or player, she's mm. literally screaming at the refs. It's I'm not embarrassed. A good, it's not a good time. I'm so nervous for my children as they get older. In we, the we just pray they don't play sports. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God. Because you're not going to do that in a dance recital. You're not exactly. going to be like, come on, coach. Exactly. So they need to do like dance or other things that are, you know. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Not quite the uh, basketball, soccer where Mari's yelling at a ref. Yeah. yeah. That'd be terrifying. I do a lot of trash talk so for sporting much. events. So much. Anyway. Okay. Let's get on topic. Yes. You know what? who talks a lot of trash? <laughs> <laughs> Take it with the greatest salt. You can't even say next. this. <laughs> so good. So I can't good. You so just good. Uh, today. You don't even have to answer. We can just dive into the topic and then yeah, they'll figure just, it out. They'll figure it out. Today we're talking about the pressure of people pleasing, especially in youth ministry. Yes, yes. And talking trash you know a lot of people have opinions on how you wow. should do your job That's so true. so many people have even the people you don't know their how, name yes that that far person in the congregation who you don't know He's staring at you and you're like or they walk up and talk to you you don't know and them you know, and you like, they know who you are you can energy. feel it they know who you are and they got thoughts yep. they've got thoughts so many 
Oh, so many. It's the worst. For our beautiful parents beautiful who, parents. who understandably so have a, a lot of thoughts. We have yes. their greatest asset. I do get that. Yes. yes now that it. I'm a parent, I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, I get it way more. You have, we have their greatest assets. Oh, 100%. But I still have goals of different parents uh, oh, that I would want to be versus that's others. That's true, too. I, there's goals of parenting that I'm like, oh, I will not be that parent. I will be that parent. But yes. Yeah, yeah. And then... Your lovely pastors probably have opinions for you, yeah, too. Yeah, leaders. Yeah, yeah leaders. Yeah. Leaders do. And here's the catch. Even your youth leaders probably have a lot of opinions. Opinions and that. pressure isn't bad. Right. No. I think it's necessary. I think so many people are trying to get some out of. Some are bad. Some are bad. So, but so many people are trying to almost like create this ideal pressure-free life. pressureless life. <laughs> My favorite is when these people are like, I was a youth pastor 50 years ago and this is how oh, I did it. And I was like, cool, time. you were leading the generation that's already your age. It's very different now. When, but thanks when, for your somebody thoughts. talks to me You don't even know who JoJo is, it, okay? JoJo. <laughs> when somebody talks to me and iPhones weren't around in their youth ministry, I'm like, bro, the Gosh, amount of stuff that's life. changed. And that's only our generation. iPhones only came out. I was in my 20s yeah, you when think iPhones came out. In my high out. school days, we had like flip razor phones. Flip phones, razor phones. Yes. Phones that only could text. They weren't going online yet. Like yeah, I remember buying my first online phone because it was iPods and music just got on right. there. So whenever a person starts and they're talking to me and I'm like, hey, wait, hold on. Was there iPhones in your youth ministry? If they can't answer that, I'm like, bro, I promise you. A lot has changed. Or you ask them, do you know who Ariana Grande is? No. no. Great. A lot Thanks has changed. <laughs> we sure. got it. There's, there's been some dramatic changes in youth ministry that affect a lot of stuff we do. Have you heard of Minecraft? Oh, cool. Yeah. Keep so, side note, Chantel's dad is Canadian and he said Ariana Grande. Stop. Ariana. Because <laughs> Canadians say that. Now, here's what I will say, though. I want to <laughs> back up. I will say this, though. There are some people that have a lot of good wisdom and knowledge in yes, youth ministry. 100%. So that they've done youth ministry for years and they've done it. So we're not talking about people that, like, is giving wisdom and and and, and it's really good gold nuggets that help yes. you. Because there are people that have been in youth ministry before the iPhone. I'm just kidding with that. But before the iPhone, that honestly have some amazing thoughts on how to reach kids. Yes. I think what we're more trying to hit today, just so we're all on the same page. And if you're a youth pastor, you'll catch it. Yeah. If you're not a youth pastor, you might go, I don't understand this. So I want to clarify for those listeners that maybe are like, I've not, yeah, no, I'd, I've never had a parent approach me. There are people that can have some really strong opinions based on one thing they've done or based on one student of theirs. And they can make it feel like, man, my kid is the most important kid in the youth ministry. And this is what you need to do to change the entire youth ministry to meet my kid. Or this is the thing we did 25 years ago. That was the most effective thing in this other area. Right. And you have to do this or otherwise you will never be successful. And you feel that like. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Pressure. You, you, you know, pressure is entered when you're like, there's no win-win. Yeah. The moment I don't feel like I can win and you can win in this conversation, I realize something else is added that is not going to help us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have to yeah. be aware of it. Yeah. There's unhealthy pressure that's and coming. I, and I think all three of us, we respond to that kind of pressure different, that that pressure of people pleasing. Oh, Rory has zero, maybe even negative. If I'm that's in the, the negative. It's, it, yeah. I, I'll take it. I, I am so in the negative. I Somebody tells me to do something, I'm like, unless I feel it like from God, no, I'm not going to do it. I can have parents. Like it's hard. Like I have to actually come to the, Oh, I need to listen. And then if there is something there, really lean in. Yeah. And I won't think about it. That's my other problem. See, see, that's my thing. I, I won't think about it. I won't do the thing, but then I'll spend the rest of the day thinking about if I should have done the thing. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> then I do the thing and then I spend the rest of the day, man, I shouldn't have done that. That was Absolutely. the wrong choice, but I did it because I felt here, pressure. And I'm like, why'd you do it then? Yeah. She's like, but then I would have 
question the whole day if I should have or not. And I'm I like, don't like making people feel mad at me either. <laughs> and most That's people, a real thing, hey, though. I know, and it's so bad. And most people are I mad know. at me. So I'm just like, okay, you know. That, <laughs> yeah, <it's true>. you're, <laughs> mad, you're mad at me. Who else is mad at me? Yes, I've said this. I'm but so sorry. But you guys, sorry. it's not fake. Like, I've literally asked, like, you really don't care? And he's like, no. And yeah, I'm like, and sometimes oh I won't gosh. even realize the, the thing has happened. Mara's like, are you okay with that whole thing? I'm like, wait, did something bad just happen? She's like, did you not just encounter what that person did? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. But I didn't think too hard about it. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. Anyway, people pleasers, non-people pleasers. We've got all the thoughts for we you. We all encounter pressure though. We, yes. And we good. all handle it different regardless. So I think there's sometimes like on my personalities or people that are like, man, I don't care what people think. It, it That's not good. It doesn't mean you've arrived. So I think sometimes people almost like put that as a trophy, like, look at my personality. I don't care as if I've overcome something. In reality, it's not. I actually have to then work extra hard at empathy. Mm -hmm. Because I don't care, that translates into all areas. It's not like I just don't care about this one area. It can be, man, I really have to work on empathy where I don't naturally have that. So it's it's a weakness to say, man, I have no... I don't care at all what people think Yeah, in the way that it is because it's not been formed as a attribute. Yeah, and I, but I've seen you over and over make strong, like, I'm going to be empathetic. I know, I, but, I, but, I, but that's been a learned skill. Yeah, I say this, right, right, I've right. had to grow in empathy right. in the same way probably like both of you guys will have, set, will have stories of say, I have grown in, I don't make the decision that I feel the pressure in yes. making yes. where I've never had that in my life. I've had to grow in the thing to go, oh, I need to hear what this person's saying. Yeah. But it's it's the thought of like, if you're a youth pastor and you've had a parent approach you totally get this, but it's the feeling that I have a say of what you should do. Everybody has this say. It's like the same thing on social media. Like we have a say because we can comment. Well, you actually, not everyone has a say and you have to figure out who is in your internal circle that actually has a say on how you're running that. And that's probably going to be your pastors Mm -hmm. above you and leaders in your life. And it's probably going to, I, we care more what our youth leaders have to say than an outsider's opinion. Mm -hmm. Like there's people that have a say and there's people that feel like they have a say, but they don't have a say. And that's what you need to determine when you have this pressure of who actually has a say that feels like God is on my side with them. We're in this together. They're not just a person giving an opinion that doesn't right. have to pay the price of that opinion. And I would say this is what you're looking for to make it really practical. I look for who is believing in us. Yeah. And so I don't just look for trust because a lot of times people will go like this. Oh, I got I to gotta trust the person. And I've discovered, man, I can only have them like five to 10 people in my corner because it's so hard to build, establish and maintain this trust yeah. that I, you could speak into my life where if everything is around trust and I have to be super engaged in this moment, I'm, my world gets really small. Yeah. But if I can look for who is believing in us, in me, in our ministry, who believes in us, we have parents that I would go, if they came to me and said, Hey, I've been a little concerned with stuff. Totally. The amount of belief they've poured out on us, I would instantly go, I would love to hear a little bit more what you're right. seeing because I know this isn't out of you sitting at home frustrated at the youth ministry because your kid is disconnected yeah. or something's happened. This is, you're genuine, you care so much about us. You want to bring this up to us because you care. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for that. Like even youth leaders, if, if I had a youth leader on our team now, we have an amazing team where I would say right now we don't have any people on our team that would fit this category, but we've had teams in the past. Yeah. Um, it's cool that it wouldn't fit right now. We have an amazing team. But we've had people on our team in the past where I would go, 
I don't feel the belief from you on our team. It's like so they're always looking for something, something wrong. wrong. So I'm like, so I don't actually, when you say something or when you have an opinion that makes me feel that pressure, I place it in the category of, I'm not a hundred percent sure you believe in me right. or in this ministry. So you're probably going to have a view that's a little different because yeah. you can tell there's a viewpoint difference, yeah. you know, like, and, and there's going to be people that I, I think that's the catch is that belief. And if you want to influence, if you're sitting, listening to this and you're like, how do I influence our youth ministry? Believe in them. How do I influence a youth pastor? Believe in them. Become yeah. a youth pastor's greatest champion. And you'll be shocked at how much influence you get from that youth pastor mm -hmm. when you're like, oh, they feel that belief. Yeah. And I also want to add to the perspective of a person who might be the one coming with the opinions or the thoughts. One thing that has really helped me um, when I'm bringing my perspective to something or I think that, you know, it should be done this way or different. I think it was Roar, you mentioned it to me a while ago. But before um, I go removing a fence, I need to ask why it was put there in the first place. Yes. Like before, before I come with my own opinion and put a whole new gate there and a whole new system of where I've want it to be, why was that first thing actually put there? Because usually people that are coming with opinions and they have no knowing of the inner work. So what's actually happening, they have their perspective yeah. based on a conversation that they've had with somebody or based on their past experience. And most of the time or many times it doesn't apply. Yep. And so they leave frustrated saying, oh, well, my opinion doesn't matter here yep. or my mm -hmm. thoughts doesn't matter here or they don't really care about you know, my kid or whatever those thoughts. And it's because, oh, actually, you just brought your own opinion without knowing what is actually going on. So maybe ask more yeah. questions. I, and I'll even say, oops, I'll say this. Um, so let's hit on one er area because we've hit on a lot, but I want to so, share yes. on one thing that I feel like, man, in, in ministry as pastors, as leaders, youth pastors, this one probably hits you the most, a parent coming and talking to you. I would say like, there's a lot of other areas that you will have pressure, a lot of other things and you can navigate them though. But I would say something that happens probably the most frequently is a parent coming and talking to the youth pastor about an experience their kid is having. And whether that, whatever that experience is, you get to decide really fast how you're gonna lead. And a lot of times youth pastors, I, I can find you can do one of variety of ways. You can avoid parent meetings. Or you can actually not be honest in parent meetings. And um, so either you avoid them, which actually creates a lot of unresolved issues, or you're not honest in them. And this is what I mean by not being honest. If a parent starts telling you ideas and you don't know how to say, that's a great idea. I don't know if it'll ever happen here. Right there, you're actually creating an expectation that will, that will hurt you mm -hmm. in a few months. If you just go, love that idea. Man, I love that thought. Man, thank you for sharing. Man, I hear you. And, and you're doing all the right words, but you're right. not landing on the honesty. Because yeah. Yeah. that parent walks away feeling heard, but they also feel an expectation. And I want a parent to walk away feeling heard, but hearing me and having an understanding, not That's an good. expectation. That's so good. when I talk to a parent, my goal is always to land on an understanding, not an expectation. That we land on an understanding of, I heard you, you heard me. We both are now more aware I'm more aware of what's happening in your student's life yeah. or in your home life, but you're actually more aware of the youth ministry as a whole. And if we have understanding, I there has been a lot less hurt parents mm -hmm. as I do this approach of going, I'm trying to understand and create a place of understanding. And I'll, I'll tell a scenario because sometimes it's easier to hear in a scenario. Yeah. 
So there was a, um, a parent that was super strong that we need more, um, and you got to be careful because this happens all the time. So if a parent hears this and they're like, was that me? It wasn't you. I'm thinking of scenarios a long time ago. But there was this scenario where um, it was, man, we need more fun in the youth ministry. We need more games. We need less worship. Can we make worship? Right now we do worship uh, probably, you know, 20, 15, 20 minutes in junior high and probably about 35 to 40 minutes in high school, depending on the night. Um, but it was even less. It was like, hey, let's let's make this even less. And um, this was back in the time, though, when we were together. It was junior high and high school were together. Um, now we're uh, two different services. But anyways, this parent approached, and they were like, you're not hitting my kid. You're not reaching my kid. We want less worship. My kid is bored in worship. And I remember it used to panic me when these moments would happen because I would feel like I now have to defend worship. And it's that feeling. Like you yeah. feel this feeling of like, I have to now defend worship and I have to get on this, like, because I feel this pressure of, I have to now make you aware of why we do this. And I have to give you all the culture and all the reasons <laughs> and everything. And if I don't, I feel like I've, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm missing out on our big why, you know? And, um, and instead, and I remember this moment where I was practicing this understanding, like I got to learn to understand and to hear, but to get them to see a different side. Yeah. And so I'd listen and I said, man, I, you know, I totally see that. I, I, I'm sure your, your student loves fun and they really connect well with fun. And they go, yes, we do. And I was like, well, I'm going to, I said, I hear that. And, and I love that. And I said, this is why we do pre-service stuff is to have more fun. I was like, but I want to give you a different perspective. I said, in the same amount of people that talk to me about this, I said, I've had other parents tell me that they wish we never did games in, in youth. This has happened many times where I've had parents go, can yeah. you please cut all games? Yeah. I, my kid gets an hour and a half or two hours. They want to be all spiritual. Like they don't get this. They want to have worship for an hour or an hour and a half. And I said, in the same amount that you're hitting me with, we want more fun. I'm having other parents tell me to nix games completely. Yeah. And I remember this parent looked at me and they went, I never even thought that there'd be a parent that would think like that. And I said, yeah, not every kid loves fun. Right. Yeah. I said, some kids come and they love worship. And it doesn't mean your kid doesn't love worship. They just love worship. And I said, so it's could important. Mean your kid doesn't love worship. It could, but I'm like, it's important to know there's different parents and different kids. Right. And, right. and right there, there's never been a parent that I've had that. I've had that many times. I've had parents go, why do you let lost people in? And they don't say lost people. They say, why do you let the people in that are vaping in the bathrooms? And I go, well, you know, we have a culture that we really would like kids to get saved here. Yeah. Now, if I have a kid that's vaping in the bathroom that I know that's been here for years and they know our culture, yeah, I'm going to talk to them differently. But if I have a brand new kid that started last week and he has no idea what's happening, I'll talk to him, but I'm going to be very different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That can mess with parents. And I've had parents pull their kids out of our youth ministry. They're like, this is not a safe place. And I'm like, totally. But do you see why we would do this? And again, it's understanding. Yeah. And I think that has helped me navigate pressure is to go, can I get to a place of understanding? It doesn't mean we got to, we both had it our ways. Yeah. Exactly. And I think our place is pretty safe. We have security that is, is on our the safe, bill. It's, yeah. Dante's on yeah. the it campus. Is, it's true. It's super safe. In the back, in the front, around, <laughs> and they're we ready to do whatever. It's true. It's true. I think we with have parents, so many leaders. We have things, but you've got to, yeah. if you want to remove the pressure, you have to seek to understand. They have to understand to. you and you have to understand yeah. them. And this isn't conversations with everybody. Like that congregate no. that's in the back that has his yeah. two cents to add in. Again, I look for belief. I'm not go, having thanks for your thoughts. Thanks for your thoughts. And man. you keep moving. Thoughts. Appreciate I don't you. promise anything. I don't say I like anything. I just say thank you for sharing. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I say. Yep. I never actually give an opinion on what people say that I don't know if it's a But I also person. think we could feel that pressure if you think your youth group is supposed to be the catch-all for every human being. That's true, too. And Where it's, not. it's, you're not going to, we are streams in the body of Christ and we're going to reach different people. And I think you have to remove that pressure of, I have to make sure I'm everything to every single student so that everyone feels, but that's not reality. Like kids are going to find their place in other churches and that's beautiful. Yeah. I, I yeah. love that you say you're looking for that belief because I think mm-hmm. that could definitely apply to someone who just comes into a new youth ministry where everybody has an opinion, Yeah, you know, and, and they're for sure feeling the pressure of like, man, I, I tell new youth pastors, so there's this thing sometimes where they, go and they ask a bunch of questions. They're like, give me feedback. I know that the last place, I know it hasn't been run really great. So give me all the thoughts because I'd love to know what's happening. I actually warn people against that. I'm like, hey, when you do that, you set people up to to learn how to engage with you through negative feedback. Right. And I'm like, in reality, you're going, what are we trying, what's the goal? What are we trying to accomplish? And what are some pain points? A pain point's different than just give me feedback on what's been happening so right. I can change it. Right. A pain point is, is there a specific thing? Oh man. So there's, there's no, you know, say you walk into a new youth group and they go, there's no start time and it's really painful. We never know when we're starting. Great. Let's, let's solve that. That's an easy solve. We can solve a start time, but there is this thing of like, I want to get, I feel pressure. So I want to get all this information. I'm like, it doesn't help you always. Yeah. Because I'm I'm coming in and I want to show everybody that I'm humble. I'm humble. I want to receive. And, and you're actually, you're, I'm open I'm and, open, and, and actually look for the people that you want in your corner. Yeah. You're not, that's not a, you don't have to be closed, but you're looking for people. You're going, let me help you. The first one or two people that are going to come and tell you everything are not going to be the people that you want in your corner. Usually they're not. Yeah. Usually those first one or two people are like, finally a fresh person to hear how upset I am. Yeah. What you're looking for is the person that you're like, hey, you've been quiet. You're still serving, but I know you have a perspective. Can you please tell me your perspective? Yeah. Again, it's intentional. You're like, man, you've been showing up. It's the leader that shows up and stays after the first time you're at a youth group and they're just talking to you and you're like, you have a perspective I want to hear. Yeah. It's good. It's great. But I feel like sometimes we, parents and even us as youth pastors can put the pressure on, I have to save Every single person. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a main pressure from a parent yeah. of you're my Hail Mary. If you can't get my kid to love God, We're, I'm I don't doomed. Know yeah. You know, and yep. that is so much pressure on a youth pastor to say like, hey, your kid is so hard in our environment and doesn't listen and is very chaotic. And we need him to step out until he can manage himself and they look at you like you have failed them. And I just want you to remember when you feel that pressure of, I have to be all things to all mankind, that's only Jesus's role. He is the savior. You're not the savior of any student. And and when Paul talks about being all things, all people, he's saying when you go into a house, you actually then can can become something different for that one person. It doesn't mean that you create an environment where everything has to be available. Yeah, that's good. And that is something like people it's use different. that verse. And I'm like, I, I love when I hear a kid get plugged into another youth ministry in town that was in our youth ministry that wasn't connecting. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, thank God they connected somewhere. Yeah. They don't all need to connect here. Yeah. We yeah. cannot provide everything for everyone, but I want everyone to be um, connected in somewhere. Totally. And I think when you have that mindset, you stop this whole com- competition, comparison, weirdness that happens. Cause you're going, 
all of us have the same goal, kids connected to God. If they connect anywhere, praise God they're connecting. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, y'all want to hear a funny story yeah. where I became all things to all people? Yeah, sure. here. <laughs> this was years ago. I look back on this and I'm like, man, I've come a long way. Um, I'm a youth leader. It's when we were together. And there's a kid that I connected with. I'm not going to say his name. Um, but I saved this number in my phone. But there was also another person whose number I saved, and it was the same um, name, so it looked the same. And that person texted me saying, hey, we should hang out. I'm thinking, man, I'm about to hang out with this kid. We're texting, and I'm like, hey, let's go out to a movie. Going to go to a movie. I didn't have a car. I, at I didn't have a car at the time. I didn't have a car. Uh -huh. And I am waiting. I forget where I, where I am, where he's picking me up from. I'm waiting, and a person pulls up, and I'm like, Okay, why is that car, why is this guy just looking at me? And he waves, and I'm like, and it dawns on me, oh my God, this is the other person that isn't a student even. And he thinks that we're supposed to be going to a movie. I thought I was texting another kid oh, that we we're supposed no. I got in the car. You did. <laughs> he, did. he did. I got in the car, and I was like, hey, man, <laughs> good to see you. Y'all, we went to that movie theater, watched a whole movie. Oh I God. died the entire time. I was like, oh, no. I can't, I can't not say something. And um, I, I was definitely a people pleaser yeah. that day, <laughs> full on. We all have our moments. Yes. So, so now we that just have the conversation. So like, hey, I'm so sorry that um, I did. I thought you were someone else. Um, could you take me home? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it for that our. Is so funny episode of the day and um you guys can do it don't let the pressure overtake get you. you seek understanding but you don't have yes. to change who you are in the pressure yes you're seeking yeah. to understand but you're not changing who you are yes that's so good we love you guys we'll see you next time <laughs>